Okay. Okay. It's time. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast that is about how you felt the first time you heard a Brian Adams song. <laughs> oh my God. That's got to be the funny <laughs> The first time, okay, the first time you heard a Brian Adams song, the first time you watched a scene on a TV show that was after your bedtime that was accompanied by, like, sexy music. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Moonlighting for me. For sure. Oh, of course, this is a, This is a podcast about um, aching. Longing. I mean, and sometimes joyous celebration of getting your needs met, but <laughs> mostly aching and longing. What's <laughs> this? There's so much pining. There's so much uh, a cringing. Yes, on we, on we and regret. <laughs> You're killing me. It's this that is- feeling when you like you dive into the pool and it's going really well, but then you like kick off to come back to the surface and the top of your foot scrapes against the bottom of the pool and it's all bumpy. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're on fire today. I have a lot of feelings that are just like this. And sometimes it's about coming back from the bottom of the pool and then you surface, but then you're still under the solar cover. Oh, that's nice. That's a lot. That's a, that's a lot of mine. Although I do mean it in both ways. I mean in both the comforting, oh, this is warm, and the panicky, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah, where it's like, this should be sunlight. Yeah. <laughs> and like, there's only so much oxygen right now. And at what point can I actually breathe Oh, again? wait, you don't mean like the bubble kind. You mean like the flat pool cover. Oh, so I, I do like, mean the bubble kind. Oh, okay. All right, good. I do mean the bubble kind, but I, but I was always like uh, distinctly aware. Or maybe I just felt that way. Maybe I just thought there was no oxygen. Oh, no. <laughs> I was just panicking for no reason. <gasps> That's what this podcast is really about. <laughs> We've gotten to the heart of the matter. Welcome to All the Fucks. All the Fucks. I'm, I'm Jen Bunton. I'm Lillian Bustle. <laughs> This is still Jen Ponton. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh. Good times. We got a good one for you guys today. They're all they're all the good ones. They're all the good ones, but you guys are gonna be particularly um titillated by this one. <laughs> or nauseated. <laughs> Probably both. A little bit of both. Uh, so I feel like it's important to note that in our little Excel doc that Lillian and I share, <laughs> this has just been called porn sex <laughs> for months. I think I meant to put a backslash, like porn slash sex. But we've just but- been calling it porn sex. We're like, when are we going to tackle this one? Porn sex? <laughs> oh. How about today? Today's the day, buddy. Today's the day. What does it mean? We don't know. Oh. <laughs> We're about to discover but together. But also, you know. But you know. <laughs> you all know. <laughs> you all know those solar cover feelings, those Brian Adams feelings, <laughs> and what terrors lurk behind them. Because it's all for one of the love. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> we just, we just rewatched um, the, that Three Musketeers Disney movie I was telling Jen and it is like it's definitely a swashbuckling romp um, and it's definitely like Chris O'Donnell being younger than you remember him ever being Christ and it's also upsetting because I'm like he's like 21 
in that movie. And oh, he I'm was a baby. Yeah, and I'm still like, oh. <laughs> I mean, fine. you weren't 21 at the time. It's fine. Some things never change. <laughs> now he's got four kids, and I think he's Jesus-y. Really? Yeah. What you do? <laughs> the more things change, the more they change. <laughs> the more they change. He's either he's either in like a super um, strict Christian sect and or possibly um, Scientologist. But who cares? It's all. If it's Scientology, it ain't working. When's the last time that man was in a film? Oh, maybe he's busy parenting. Why am I standing up for him now? <laughs> That's stupid curly hair. God damn it. You just had to offer a counterpoint. That's all. That's all. I get it. Chris, if you're listening, I'm on your side, ultimately. Whatever choices you've made, we trust that they were the right choices for you. You might want to talk to your agent. Yikes. (laughs) David Letterman, collar pull. Oh, that was so weak. Jen... Jen was giving you her best air horn. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> but instead it was like, pew, pew, pew. Because I didn't want to terrify anyone. That's good. That's good. <laughs> so when Dom did that. Jen just wants to hug your ears. <laughs> when Dom did that, I was so not expecting it. This funniest fucking thing I've ever heard in my yep. life. I mean, an, an unexpected. Oh, um, the thing that I like to do out of nowhere. I'm gonna wait until you uh, finish that water that you're drinking. Yes, I'm ready. Uh, Tignataro. This is entirely hers, but I have picked it up because I love it. She does this clown horn thing. Have you heard her do this? Uh-uh. I don't think so. <laughs> no, I have not. That's great. <laughs> Obviously, she does it better than me. But a well placed <laughs> is like. You're good for the rest of the day. A little sad clown. Yeah. That's great. Yep. I also am enjoying that you're singing it, essentially. Oh, yeah. For sure. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sex. Uh, Porn sex, apparently. Porn sex. All right. So, essentially, what we we grok that this meant was, uh, (laughs) was, like, First impressions of sex, sexual yes. uh, uh, awareness, awareness, awakening. mild discovery. I'm not sure how late we'll go into the game here. We've, I mean, that's the that the, there's a world to discover. Yes, this is less about the mm. sex that I have had and more about the sex that I anticipated for. Concur. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Mm. So much anticipation. I think one of the so. Being a child of the 80s, I grew up watching movies that were not appropriate for a five, six, seven-year-old to watch. All of those, like, um, oh, uh, National Lampoon's European Vacation was a movie that we had on tape in which I watched not only with my family, but without my family. Like, all the time. It was, like, always on. That and Revenge of the Nerds. I think they might have been on the same tape. And I just remember as a child being like, I feel like this is more boobs than I should be seeing as a child. And it was weird because we never really talked about it, but it was not like, this is normal. Bodies are normal. It was all like the whole family would just get quiet (laughs) until the scene was over. Yeah, no. Like when a tampon commercial comes on the TV and everybody's like, la, 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 la. No one has vaginas. Everybody (laughs) shut up. No one stare at anyone else. Why are we like this? 
what like honestly it's like the way my dog won't look at me after he has pooped he doesn't want me to know that it happens he's like it's fine he doesn't want me to know where he's been and when he's done he tries to run away as quickly as (laughs) as dogly possible and i'm like buddy i don't know why this seems to be a an interspecies shame thing. <laughs> like, I really, I'm curious to know what it is about. Um, they sh- don't mind watching us poop. They don't mind watching us do anything, as I have learned in owning a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Might cut that. <laughs> uh, oh, not looking at each other during tampon commercials. Oh, yeah. Or Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah. Right. There we go. Which, like, wildly problematic looking at that oh movie. Oh, my God. Which we may have touched on before, but, like... No, we haven't. Oh, we no? haven't talked that so, one yet. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, where to begin? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's severe, like, felony-level invasion of privacy. They go in and they put all of those video cameras in the girls, like, as a prank in the sorority. Ha-ha. You're too sexy and you don't want to hang out with us, so we're going to show you. Oh, no. That's not how you win. That is not how you win. That's how you fucking gamergate. I know how it is. I will say it was the first time, and I know it was still kind of a punchline, but when the Omega Moos come to the party that the other girls don't go to, Mm -hmm. and it's like just a parade of cute fat girls in cute 80s prom dress things, I was like, oh, there is a, there's a market for this. This is again one of those things where I was like, hmm. I was like, tiny bell ringing in back of brain. Yeah, I would make out with Booger, sure. <laughs> At least let him grab my butt. But I was like, oh, all right. Um, no, what else is terrible? Um, oh, like the bed trick uh, when um, the one guy is dressed up as Darth Vader and she thinks that it's her boyfriend and then they fucking on the moon landing thing mm-hmm. and then it's not her. But then she's like, oh, that nerd just owned me so good that it's okay. Right, of course. Horrifying. Of course. And the same fucking thing happened in 16 Candles. Oh, yes. Yeah. Ugh. Which bums me out because uh, John Hughes is like my lifeblood. And yet I know that there's a lot that... But those 80s tropes mm. really messed... The, so mm. one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about this specifically was because up sex? until... <laughs> yes, about porn, porn sex. <laughs> well, I mean, that's so... It's so tied up for so many people. And for me, it wasn't like early images of porn so much as early bad messaging about sex from every angle in the media. I thought, I grew up thinking that prom was the night that you were supposed to lose your virginity. I thought that was what you did, that like everybody went to the prom and then everybody went somewhere in a car afterwards to like make out point and then everybody fucked in the car and then went to IHOP. I don't know what happened next. (laughs) But For I got you good on the shore. Right? There you go. <laughs> but, like, there's elements of that in Greece. There's elements of that in, like... In meatloafs. Uh, paradise. Yes. Yeah. In, in so many things. And I was always trying to square that with the fact that, like, I was growing up in a religion that kept saying, don't have sex before marriage, don't have sex before marriage. And I was like, but that's the time you can, right? Like, that's, like, everybody's coming of age thing, right? This is not something I said out loud to anybody. This was something that was kind of understood by a small group of friends, and then we would like kind of plan for it. And we're like, well, what about this? I'm like, what if nobody takes you to the prom? Like, do you ever get to lose your virginity or do you just have to be a virgin? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Bye. <laughs> and the game's over. Closed for business. <laughs> nice life. <laughs> uh, but yeah, genuinely, genuinely for, I'm going to say far, probably too far into maybe like eighth grade. 
so not close enough to prom where I would have actually gone to prom thinking that was the thing, but like my perception of also people around me were definitely having sex in eighth grade. And I was like, la, 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 oh, la, la, na, 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 I'm na. sure it was happening. Oh, sure. But uh, like, uh, I was not aware of it happening. Mm. It was a to do when like, when like kids started, you know, obviously big quotes on this one, dating oh, yeah, in yeah. elementary and middle what school. What did you guys call it? Did you call mm. it dating? We called it going with somebody. Uh, we probably called it, we probably just said boyfriend, girlfriend. Oh, okay. Like putting myself back in child brain, it was probably boyfriend, girlfriend. Ours was going together. Mm. I don't know why that, that was the thing. Because he grew up in the 50s apparently. I guess. <laughs> we weren't going steady. There did he no give you his pin? Involved. <laughs> yes, Exactly. But I always thought that was specifically funny because the one thing we couldn't do was go anywhere because <laughs> we were too young to right. drive. What are you going to do? <laughs> like, I always thought that, like, hooking up or making out was a more accurate term for any of that, but that's not what anybody called it. No. Hooking up didn't even come around, I think, as a terminology until, like, high school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't remember it being, like, the default right. of anything until I was older. Mm-hmm. And I think because, like, the expectation was so no strings attached. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And all of the expectations, like, in high school and even midway through college was, like, no, if you're doing this, you're doing it for an emotional reason. Oh, like, really? You are in college? A little of – I mean, again, Pollyanna here. Right, right, right. <laughs> Pollyanna. See, um, college for me was so th- horny theater. People that, like – I will say the very first boy that I kissed, I did assume immediately that we were boyfriend and girlfriend and I was apparently wrong. Well, right. But, right. <laughs> but then college, I was like, I don't know. And, and to me. It's a party. I f- and that is totally what college is. But to me, that kind of like went against all of my, not only conditioning, but just the way that I kind of wanted to be in the world. Because mm. I was like, oh, I w- no, I want to like pursue someone and I want to really have a connection with someone and oh everyone's just kind of like having a, a key party <laughs> yeah sure that was the same way where I was like I want a meaningful relationship but also I want everyone in this room to touch me but not too much <laughs> hey that's yeah there's that yes that exact thing <laughs> let's just give each other back rubs and pretend like I'm not trying to like back up into your crotch hell is a, a back rub circle can we I please? just had one as an adult and what the actual fuck Ew, did you I did because Where? I was I was doing uh I was in for a graduate directing class at Columbia I'm sorry did you have an intimacy director there with you because I feel like I want an intimacy coordinator anytime I'm ever in a back rub circle ever no again. it was being it was being run by a director whom I love and she and she was warming everyone up, and she's like back rub circle, and I'm like, no. I have not done this since college, and it's weird. I mean, it was fine, but it was also, oh, I guess they, well, I guess they were younger. I guess I'm the old maid of the group in that scenario, but still, I was like, huh. I am I am fundamentally against a coerced back rub circle. <laughs> yeah. If you're all drunk at a party and like those people over there playing strip poker and then everybody over here is just like rubbing on each other and then that seems about as organic as <laughs> as that comes. But if it's like ostensibly as a warm up, like if I just had to 
stretch out and we're about to do ballroom dancing in between. I do not want there to be back rubs. Fair. Also, I feel like that should be removed as a, as a part and parcel, as a part and parcel part of like the theater experience. Because no. dude, if we are trying to unme to all this shit, Mm-mm. stop installing. No. <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? Yep. And like, why is neck and back like the safe quote unquote place to touch someone? Why aren't we like, if you were like, let's all give each other calf massages, everyone would be like, that's weird. We shouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but like your calf is less, it's more removed from like anything heart centered. Yes. Yes. Or chakra related than like your shoulder and back. Right. Your calf probably has dirt on it from walking around all day. <laughs> like. I when I was in Florida, everything on me had dirt on it. <laughs> walking around all day. I literally remember going into into before this particular class where we had back rub circle. Um, maybe that's just what the class was. <laughs> I don't remember anything else about it. <laughs> I'm auditing. <laughs> but I remember like going in and like hoping nobody was in the bathroom because I would need to like wash my fucking feet off because I've been wandering around. This dusty ass city in flip flops. It wasn't. It wasn't wet enough to not be dusty. I have that expectation oh, in like California. Regardless, but I was always in flip flops, <laughs> whether it was dry or wet. Gotcha. I didn't actually own shoes through most of college to the point where when I moved up to New York and I was like, oh no, I gotta have shoes again. <laughs> I literally, I was like Hank Azaria in the Birdcage. I was like, no, I'm just gonna fall down in these things. <laughs> they make me fall down. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Living your best life. <laughs> Augustine. I was positively grimy. <laughs> back row class. <laughs> back row class. Oh, I'm sorry. I took us down a weird trolley and now I have no idea what this started with. No, at it's all. fine. I mean <laughs> I mean weird concepts of sex and what is okay to touch and what is not okay and how far you're gonna go with somebody and oh I think it came from casual. Oh, yes, yes. College just kind of being like wild and casual, yes. Yes. I never explored anything wild and casual in college because first I did not want a boyfriend, and then one was foisted upon me, and I hated him. Uh, I'm sorry, what? Oh yeah, I'll give you that whole story. And that doesn't have to be. That's today. a different one. That's yeah. a that's a less fun story. He was the fucking worst. Ew, gross. The worst. No, no, no. garbage. Let's keep this fun and silly. And it's real fun. And, and then I actually fell in love with somebody who was much more worth my time mm. and who meant quite a lot to me. And then uh, when that one was done, I met. Andrew and here we are. So there was no college bacchanal mm. for me at all. I mean, I like vagina virginity mm-hmm. was very important to me. Um, and I felt I don't know when I made the decision that I was like, well, I guess I'm just gonna do a bunch of other stuff. Like <laughs> what um what what movie am I remembering where it's like, uh, is the dress white? The, yes, the dress is white, but not the gloves. <laughs> what fucking movie is that? I don't know, that? that's really funny. Ah, you all know it. Not the gloves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, for sure. Not the gloves. <laughs> and that was not me. I was just like, it was, it was, it was nothing. I mean, I think something. mostly I just wanted to make out and then I would do other stuff to get people to keep making out with me. <laughs> Oh, that was just like, oh, you need a small incentive. Here you go. 
We've got to start videotaping. We're supposed to do some of that today. Oh, we should do that. Uh, so, so yeah, so you felt, you felt restriction on, um, on like actual PIV virginity, but anything else was was fair game. That was kind of all anything ever, anyone ever talked about. Like sex was only one thing. Right. Because otherwise it was described then as oral sex or. Right. Et cetera. Right. And also with, I mean, it was smack dab in the whole Clinton time too, which I was definitely paying attention to. Oh yeah. But didn't quite know what was happening. Oh, and that's interesting because you were a little older than me then. That was like yeah, prime time for. No, no, no. He, his impeachment trial was happening in 98. No, really? I swear to God. Okay. I was, was out of high school then. He was installed as president in 98. I think, or maybe not. Yeah, probably installed January 93. Um, but yeah. Oh. Yes. Yes. Okay. His Well, his, then the reason why I wasn't paying attention to it is because I didn't have cable <laughs> in college and not because I didn't know what blowjobs oh. were. Um, but. <laughs> that sounds right. <laughs> that sounds right. Um, do you, so I just want to talk about real quick the very first time that anyone actually talked to me about sex. Yes. And that was like there was always like whispers and like this is what body parts are. And like there were vague, vague knowledge of like when two people love each other very much, blah, blah, blah. Um, and it was always framed for like either reproduction or entertainment in an 80s movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And um, my friend Stacy. She, uh, not, not Stacy from previous episodes where I went to go see Schindler's List. Not that Stacy. <laughs> Different Stacy. Previous more Stacey. fun Stacy, I would conclude. Stacy's Stacey. were fun in their own ways. This one, uh, um, I guess when her sister was babysitting her, she would like put Stacy to bed. This was fifth grade. And she and her boyfriend would have sex on the couch. Oh my god! And Stacy would come downstairs and watch. I mean, the sister didn't know that she was doing that, but Stacy would watch them all the time. And she was like, "Here's how it goes, y'all." <laughs> I feel like she almost sat down at lunch and was like, "This is sex." Okay, yeah. I got some news for right. I didn't like think of her like rolling up her sleeves, <laughs> yes. popping her collar, and she's like ready to lay it out for you. And we were all aghast. We were like, what? Wh- what? Wow. <laughs> I mean, why and what? <laughs> but this was right around like, the same time where like my mom used OB tampons. So um, they're the ones that don't have the applicator. Right. The ones, the ones just, that are bullets. The ones that I used to put in my pocket and then think they were chapstick and take out of my pocket while I was talking to a supervisor and realized that I was just pointing a tampon at my face. <laughs> worked right yeah it's great <laughs> this is my makeup room <laughs> get in there was qu- i mean most men have never seen a tampon without an applicator anyway so i'm sure that it went right by everybody <laughs> oh that's true right right you really are like stealthing yeah <sighs> but um um stacy oh, wait no tampons tampons so got it uh because my mom's ob boxes were around all the time like there's uh, a diagram that shows you where everything goes and what everything is so long before i really fully understood sex i knew how many holes were going on down there and what was happening with them so i got like after the stacy talk um i was spending the night 
my friend Kathy's place. Hi, Kathy. I feel like Kathy was so excited about listening to the show. And and then I like in one episode, I told the story about us doing that, the dance for that dance competition thing. And then the spelling bee. And I was like, those aren't very flattering. So let me tell a lovely, fun, cute story. I used to spend the night at Kathy's all the time. She had this cute little dog. Um, We always had like 18 kinds of soda to make graveyards with. Um, And I remember. Sorry, what's that? Oh, it's when you just, it's like you're being a bartender as a child, but with all the soda. So that's, that's the word for that. That's what we always called it. No. I don't know. What did you guys call it? We the graveyard. We didn't call it. And you would be like, mm, I wonder what Dr. Pepper and, and orange soda <laughs> taste like together. I was going to say like a name brand orange soda, but it was always Food Lion brand, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> well, Not at Kathy's house. At my house. At your house. Yes, Kathy's family I had gathered. name brand stuff. I remember she had like fudge covered Oreos one time, and it was like, this is the expensive shit. Oh. I know. But no, Kathy, like, and I... I loved hanging out there. And I I was, again, one of those things where Kathy never came and spent the night at my house, but nobody ever asked any questions. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was her and me. And I, God, I want to say our friend Suzanne. And there was a, I don't remember who the other person was, but it was like, we were all debating about like, I think it was basically like where, where pee comes out of and where tampons go in. <laughs> And you were like, I got this. Yeah, I feel like me and Kathy, it might Jeff. have been me and Kathy against the other girl. And, and I was like, no, I've seen it. Like, I can get this diagram. And, like, I don't, they wouldn't pay all this money to put a diagram in a box of products if it wasn't right. That's a lot of ink. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody did their research. Hopefully. <laughs> no, but I feel, like, I, I feel like Kathy and I, Kathy was probably at the, table with Stacy when all that happened like sure and it was one of those things where again like none of us looked at each other after Stacy was like this is sex this is how sex is and you were like old enough to have some shame about it yeah I was fifth grade yeah I feel like the first time that I actually learned the mechanics and very loosely the mechanics (laughs) was uh I was like seven I was six or seven, and it was just some other kid, you know, striding into the room and saying, penis in a vagina, that's sex. That goes in there, and then that, that's how a baby comes. So, like, yep. yeah, it was like. No, no, I remember cut. a similar moment where it was just like, that's that. And you're like, what? <laughs> so that was the moment of acknowledgement. But, you know, the, like everything else, completely oh, yeah. shrouded in mystery. Um, But the first uh, the first girl that I knew who liked to return to it a little bit, uh, the the girl who would lie about her aunt. Oh, uh-huh. And the new kids on the block. <laughs> that girl, again, I think something bad, something that was definitely going on at home because she was lying about the new, new kids on the block. But I think something, something was not okay with the way she was being raised um and with what she had gone through because she was super duper sexually bent sure no 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 i had a couple friends like that too where you were like oh what's going on and Uh like she'd come over for sleepovers and she was like do you want to play boyfriend girlfriend and i was like oh i don't i don't think that that's oh man yeah and we were little. It wasn't mm-hmm. like we're adolescents and hormones are happening. It was like 
eight years old and terrified. And again, this girl is pure chaos. Mm -hmm. She smells so weird. (laughs) And I don't even mean bad. I mean weird. Like her, the smell of her and the house that she lived in and her laundry and all of like everything that made up that, that smell when she walked into a room. No, I get it. I just, I know that people (laughs) somewhere, somewhere is talking about how weird I smell. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. And how great you are. I mean, I smell really good now. All the time. Literally all the time. time. (laughs) Never not. No. I Um, have things in my purse that smell good in case I'm in a room that doesn't smell good. (laughs) Oh my God. That's what I should start doing because it's such an upsetting circumstance for me to be like oh my god why does this place smell awful i just need to keep like a dryer sheet in my pocket oh sure sure i started that actually the year that we dissected pigs because the smell of the formaldehyde or like whatever was happening was so upsetting that my teacher was i was like i i don't think i can do this and he was like i hear you like just get something strong smelling and just put it right right under your nose and he recommended vicks and i gotta tell you that's what morticians don't put that shit on your face don't put Vicks Vapo Rub on your face. That stings. That hurts. Maybe I'm delicate, but I tried it. It's a bad idea for me. Um, so I just got like some crazy scented hand cream. But anyway, um, smelling yeah, good, smelling weird, making out or pretending to be boyfriend girlfriend. Uh, 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 so um, whatever her smell was, sometimes I will smell it. Whatever makes that smell, I don't know. Mm. Sometimes I will smell it, and I'll immediately be like. Oh yeah, yeah. It was like it. I it smells like instability. Yeah, I was around kids who were okay. So I think I've talked to you about problematic Jeremy's. Um, yes. So one of them, very little interaction with this guy. Um, he was. I mean, he looks kind of like an elf. He was one of those boys that was like it was fifth or sixth grade, and he was like growing real tall, real fast, and the rest of his body was like whoa. And I remember, um, I liked, I got on the bus. He was the first person on the bus. I was the second person on the bus. I liked to sit in the back. He didn't like me being back there, but I didn't give a shit because I had been there longer. He was new and he was mean, but I didn't care. The fuck? This is my bus. Don't care about you. And I remember. You're older and more established. You get. Oh, I wasn't older. no right to be. I wasn't older. He was older. But also that was the kind of the time period, like, where I was starting to hang with the boys and I wanted to be like, no, no, I'm a, I'm a boy girl. Right. I'm one of you. Right. You accept me. Right. You I'm asshole. not like the others. Right. Exactly. I'm a cool, <gasps> I'm a cool girl. I'm a cool girl. God damn it. Oh, God. can those days just be done? No. <laughs> Is that in Gone Girl? There's something where somebody like really drills down into the concept of a cool girl. Yes. Uh, yeah. And I've read it. Yeah. It's good. But yes, regardless. It's really good. I, Jeremy was not talking about me. He was talking about somebody else. And he was like, oh yeah, she's dumb as a bucket of cum. And I was like, what does that mean? And he was like, ah, and I was like, I don't know what you're talking about at all. And he was like, oh, and it was this wonderful moment where I had made him. No, no, he knew, but he was so uncomfortable at having to say it out loud to me. If you're not grown enough to explain it, don't use it. And I don't know if I really, uh, I mean, I understood what he said, but I feel like some pieces fell into place where I was like, oh, that's the thing. That's the thing that happened. And like, I don't think we talked the rest of the way to school that day. I think he was like, this is it. And I was like, oh, were you like, 
that, you know, those little moments where you're like, there's no going back. Yep. You can't unknow this now. And that can't not be your doorway to knowing it anymore. I know. I learned what cum was from fucking Jeremy. stupid Jeremy. Shitty Jeremy. Shitty Jeremy. <laughs> yes. Oh, For Jesus. Sure. Uh, uh, yeah, that girl was, I wish I, well, no, I don't wish I remembered more because it was so on every moment with her was so uncomfortable. Yeah. And, um, and then she might've been the one who, when we were six was like, this is what sex is. And we're all like, what do just we do with this information? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's we're so great. little, you know, like there, it's, there's, there's not even any joy in picking it apart. No, there was some sort of rudimentary explanation to me at some point. And I remember being so curious that I brought my mom, um, a VHS tape, uh, that was like, I think it was a cartoon, like where do babies come from? And I was like far too, I was eight or nine. And it was targeted at a much younger age. Like, very, like, if your toddler's asking where babies come from. Right. Um, yes, yes. Yeah, it was like a kid. Kitty. It scales it up. Yeah. So I asked my mom if we could get it. And she said no. Like, she wouldn't let me get this video. There was a cartoon explaining the fundamentals of sex. I was trying to let her off the hook. Sure. Because I knew she didn't want to talk about it. And I was like, what about we do this? Here, a tape can do the job. Nope. Let the tape do it. Nerps. I did not get a talk. Oh, I didn't get a talk either. I got... Uh-oh. <laughs> I got um, a stilted, uncomfortable, could cut the tension with a, with a knife conversation in the car when I was like 10. Why is it always in the car? I don't know. It's because they're like, we're trapped here. <laughs> Let's just get it all out and then we'll leave the car and we'll leave it in the car. That's what it is. That conversation stays in the car. I was in the car with my mom and we were listening to the oldies, which now the oldies is 60s, 70s, 80s, sometimes 90s. But at the time, the oldies still had all the 50s music too. Yeah. And um, I think an Elvis song came on and I was singing along with Elvis. And my mom is just like furtively looking over at me and driving and furtively looking at me and at some like at a light she's like Jennifer you know what this song means oh no and I was like yeah it means he loves her a lot and she's like okay oh. <laughs> do you remember what the song was probably something that had like make love in the sure in, you know in but in the 50s the, make love was a catch-all term like 40s 50s <laughs> it was not like necessarily <laughs> gotta go make love and pick up more turkey yes exactly <laughs> exactly no but there's plenty of like barbershop songs oh. that are not about banging but they're like making love it was like courting oh, up boy. to a certain point yeah <laughs> I did not realize. I mean, I'm pretty sure by the time we get to Cecilia, making love in the afternoon is actually about banging. Yes. By the 60s, we were up in there. that bedroom. Making love. I had to sing that in college. A lot of. Oh. Yep. It's a fun song. It is a fun song. Whatever. Yes, 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 yes. But it, yeah. It is a weird thing to stand in a whole group of people and sing, making love. <laughs> For a. Four slash in a very beachy, oh. uh, beachy bacchanal version of Twelfth Night that was a 60s uh, beach party. And I was Mariah. And of course, 
I played the, we were having a beach bonfire party where we were all singing and playing Cecilia. Cute. It was cute. It was really fun. That was my freshman year. And then I'm like, oh my God, this is what college is. I'm not ready for this. Oh yeah. Yeah. For sure. <sighs> um, so car. car so in talk. the car and separately, uh, separately. So that was like my mom sort of gently and not at all with any, uh, with any tact trying to dive into needing to explain to me what sex was. And then once she realized she didn't have to, the moment wasn't there. She just jumped out previous to needing to explain what sex was. And again, my parents, big hippies love sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Well, sex, drugs, and folk. <laughs> so there was no puritanical bullshit coming down at me. There was no, uh, there was no religious bullshit coming down sure. at me. It was just like, tell her what she needs to know when she needs to know it. Mm -hmm. I guess that was not the moment I needed to know about the intricacies of sex. Uh, <laughs> saying along to Elvis and Carr. Um, but when with the where are babies from mm. situation, which I sort of, you know, uh, like glossed over in first grade uh, with the girl, um, my mom got her tubes tied mm. when I was eight. So she turned 40. Oh. She's getting her tubes tied. Done. And in explaining to me that I think – I can't remember if they had to hold her overnight. No, I don't think they had to hold her overnight. I think it was outpatient. And then when she came home, she was going to have, like, she wasn't going to be able mm -hmm. to do anything with right. me. Oh, no. So she's like, this is what's going to happen to me. And this is, and and I'm like, well, what do you do? What are you doing? And she's like, I'm getting my tubes tied. I'm like, well, what does that mean? She's like, well, they're the things that would allow me to have another baby. And so I'm getting them tied so I can't have another baby. And I stand there and I'm like, so you're getting spayed. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I'm getting spayed. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> and I put it together some more and realize that cats have to be spayed because otherwise they're having sex. And I go, oh, you and dad are having secret sex? <laughs> Secret sex. Secret sex. Good job, me. Not like at the dinner table sex. No, <laughs> not sex. And I guess they're like reporting to me in a log book. <laughs> Thanks. No, secret sex. So oh. yeah, she then like told all of the adults in her life. Yeah, I bet. And I had forgotten and you that. You shouldn't make someone laugh so hard after they've been spayed. <laughs> She hadn't been spayed yet. Okay, this was all pre-spay. <laughs> she was getting spayed. Oh my god! Isn't that great? God. So like, I had little pieces that I put together, and uh, I would say the the vast majority of it came from pop culture. Um, and again, no, no religious uh, like hammer coming down mm. no uh conservative hammer coming down it was just like this is here for you to find out about when you want it i would say that the next run-in that i had with my parents about sex unfortunately i was a teenager oh oh and uh i was babysitting okay <laughs> it was baby <laughs> 
Uh, it's not as weird as you think. I usually enjoy saying it gets weirder, but it's not no, as no. weird as you think. <laughs> um, I was babysitting and um, I was far enough away, or I, I think I was house sitting for them mm -hmm. because they couldn't take me home afterwards. And it was just far away that at night, like it would probably be good that I didn't walk on a totally lightless road sure. alone in 16. So I went to their house and I took care of the animals and I, you know, watered the plants and did shit. And then I was like, all right, I'm coming home. So I called my folks and the phone rang a few times and, and then my dad picked up and he's like, what? And I'm like, uh, a, the fuck, <laughs> B, I'm done, so, like, come get me, asshole. And he's like, fine, just And he hangs up and, like, oh, no. Again, things with my dad were garbage, so I didn't, re I just thought he was being himself. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, fuck this. So he comes and I don't talk to him. He's not talking to me and he's just mad. I'm like, a day or two passes and I haven't seen him and I'm not talking to him. And I'm hanging out with my mom within like 48 hours. And she's like, oh, blah, 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 your father. And I'm like, I'm not talking to him right now. And she's like, why? And I'm like, because he was such a dick when he came to pick me up the other night. And she's like, oh. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> no. Why do you look like that? And she's why like, why do you look like that? Your father wasn't mad at you, sweetheart. You interrupted us having sex. And I was like, I could have not known that yep. for the rest of my life. Cool. And now I will only know that for the rest of my life. I've never known anything else. Uh, <laughs> also, you had to have known around when I was coming home. <laughs> like, why did you wait until then? I don't want to know the answers to those questions. <laughs> I just, I'm not ready for them. No. <laughs> So, um, so yeah, that was like the last run in I had and, and it really wasn't, um, it otherwise was not spoken of. Although oddly when I was in college, that was when my folks were like, oh shit, we, we've missed the boat on this. We should probably start now and talk about it nonstop and talk about it nonstop. No. So there was an, uh, I'm sure that they asked me if I was being safe at the point which I was sexually active and I'm mm -hmm. like, yeah, it's weird for you to ask that now. Could we not? Mm -hmm. um, but with, uh, I, I have two exes, the awful one and the one that I liked. And the one that I liked was over and we were all playing board games, uh, he and I and my parents. And I went inside to go to the bathroom and my dad turns to no. me and he goes, no. so no. you're fucking my daughter's brains out, eh? <laughs> No, that's not real and did not happen. It is so real. It happened. I was still standing in the kitchen when I heard and I was like, no. Oh, oh, oh. oh my God. And he was. God and baby Jesus. He was introverted and quiet and sweet and was. <laughs> and I you were like, not anymore. Oh. That was it. Cool. Oh, oh my God! Still the fucking greatest. He just couldn't help himself. He couldn't help himself. And then when I started dating Andrew, I was only twenty, and for some reason, again, I think it was probably because our relationship was such trash because he was a real bad dad for a very long time. Mm. And then finally in college, he was like, "Oh, 
oh, this is better. I can let me let me actually parent mm -hmm. maybe. So uh, the first summer that I was dating Andrew, he decided he wanted to see if he could pick Andrew up. And I believe it is because he was trying to exercise his alpha. Like, like whatever. pick him up off the ground. Pick him up off the ground. Andrew is not a small person. He's not. He is six and a half feet tall. And uh, he might be the tallest person that I that I actually know. Like, at, not who I've met, but, like, as a person who was in my friend circle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and my father was under six, maybe 5'10", um, under six feet, and a small man. And I had to watch him try and work his arms around to Andrew's groin. No. Because that was their height difference. And strange. Why was he picking him up from behind? Wouldn't no it, homo. Wouldn't it be weirder if he was picking him up in front and like embracing him and or like just picking up, <laughs> scooping up his arms like a like he was gonna carry him over the threshold? All right, was Andy. it too intimate to face him and try to pick him up off the ground? Is what I'm saying. <laughs> it was better that he should like heimlich his nuts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're right. Ghost cat. Ghost cat. Um, yeah, that is that is a real actual thing that happened. So I feel like oh all God. of the sex stuff came way far after the fact. Huh. And one night, I don't remember the details of this, one night he tried, like, gently broaching the stuff. I think it was to find out if I was being safe or being respected or whatever. He was doing a really bad job of it. Mm. And instead, he started talking about septic systems. <laughs> <laughs> Dad. And no. that is how he very clumsily tried to have the sex talk with me. Oh my God. <laughs> In the middle of the night, too. We were just, ten and I was out of college. I was like 24, 23, 24. No. And we're just hanging out. It's like 11 o'clock at night. I reject this. And he's like, I would cut this from the final cut. <laughs> That's one of my favorite memories. <laughs> System. It was so him. He was so weird. Oh. He was so fucking weird. <laughs> like, of course, this is how you're going to fumble your way into talking to me about sex. Uh -huh. Sure, Dad. Explain a septic system. Sure. Thanks. Cool. When I was in fifth grade, we had a program called Family Life, which was like health. It was this. It was the sex talk, mm -hmm. and there were various parts of it that were supposed not to like, the fun one, only the perfunctory one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think you're allowed to give the fun one. No, you're not. You only get that from friends. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, I mean, that sounds like a new frontier. Where where fun sex ed classes? Yeah, where like feminists talk to people about how sex can feel good and be fun and not just be for babies. <laughs> Sex not ain't for, just for babies not for anymore. Babies. <laughs> not for babies to have with other babies. <laughs> Although if they're having sex with anyone, it should be other babies. <laughs> children having children. <laughs> if they're having sex with anyone, it should be other babies. I mean, that's for your baby spot. life. <laughs> so, oh man. Sorry. No, Family that's life. okay. <laughs> Oh, Freud's whole erogenous zone shit. That's a whole other podcast. Um, very weird. Very weird.
I had to take Freud classes every time I took a new class with this one professor for my psych stuff in college. He always started out with Freud. I felt like it was sort of like living in Virginia and having to learn about Yorktown and Colonial Williamsburg every 10 seconds. Like, <laughs> it's like, oh, you're taking a class with Nalabov? Oh, you're definitely going to have to learn about Freud for at least the first two weeks of class. Oh. But regardless. Now, I mean, now I'm, shit. Now, I'm, now I'm a Freudian scholar. <laughs> um, my mom opted me out of fifth grade sex class, which was very... If I understand from what other people told me about, it was sort of like when people love each other very much, you know, it was not like it didn't go into nitty gritty. Right. No. But in sixth grade, in sixth grade, I got scooted into the other room with all the other kids. And I was like, pretty sure my mom wouldn't want me to be here, but also <laughs> oh, I'm not going to no. say anything to anybody. But I did. I asked the teacher. I was like, I'm supposed to be in her. And she was like, yeah, I think so. And I was like, Peace. Don't question this. <laughs> I did though. I said something. I said something, which was my whole defense did. later. Right. So Oh no. No, oh, it's not good. No. Oh no. It is not good. I don't like it all. No, I I do not like it either. I continue to not like it every single day of my life. Fuck. Repercussions. <laughs> so um they actually like talked about birth control and they talked about um, it was not entirely uncomfortable. It was actually pretty chill. I don't remember who actually gave the talk. Um, but it was like, at some point you're going to have sex and here's things that you should know. And like, maybe people don't do it for religious reasons, but that might not apply to you. It was like the chillest. And I was like, do tell. Um, and then at the end, this is what got me in trouble. At the end, they were like, go home and tell your folks that we did this today because they know that you're here and they're going to want to talk about it with you. Oh. Bitch, I don't know who lost the slip where my mom opted me out of it, but oh, she no. had done the paperwork to take me out of that class and someone lost it. Maybe it was that sixth grade teacher who I was like, you're the worst teacher ever, but maybe she was like, honey, you're going to need this. And I'll, take, I'll take the fall. <laughs> right, 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 right. She didn't have tenure or anything. It was her first year. Anyway, whatever. Oh. Regardless, because because of a clerical error, I finally found out about sex. I mean, like to, to, a, a, to a helpful a, extent. In a helpful way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Um, and I'm sure, I'm sure that a good chunk of that was STDs. I'm sure that it wasn't just like someday this is gonna feel nice and you're gonna be happy Absolutely. and proud of it and accepting of your body and Enjoy the closeness with another human being and not expect to marry them. <laughs> we should be doing these classes. We really should. Feeling a business model coming on. So I went home. My mom picked me up from school that day because I think I had yearbook or some nonsense after school. My sister was in the car. And I was like, hey. And she's like 22. Y yes. If I was a if I was ten, she would be twenty two. She was eleven years older, so twenty one second ish. So if I was five and first grade, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, you're younger. Yeah, nine or ten. Ten. She was twenty two. Okay. And you know, just about to go off and live her own life. She was like ready. And um she had I think she had taught me about like tampons versus pads, and like we had those conversations, and I remember 
shortly after this, as soon as I knew what birth control was, I remember being in her room and stepping on something and realizing it was her birth control pills because uh. I had just learned what they were. And I was like, what's this? Is this a face compact? Oh. <laughs> um, which made me mad then. So because of what happened in the car at this time, my mom lost her goddamn shit. She, the only other time I can remember her being so mad at me was when I, when they thought I had lice. Like, why was she so mad about either one of those things? That's an inappropriate response. No, not okay. And then she was like, you knew I didn't want you in this class. Why didn't you tell them? And I was like, I, I thought maybe you had like come around. So, but like, who knows what I even said? That was what I was thinking. I was probably weeping. <laughs> oh, of course you were. So like indelibly in my mind, that was like the repercussions of talking about sex. Oh my God. No, it was super fucked up. And <sighs> I feel like my sister was kind of maybe trying to stand up for me. Sure. And my mom wasn't mad at me. And I know that now she was mad because she felt like she was out of control. She was mad because later on I found out that she had been abused. Like she was mad because she didn't feel like sex was worth what her life wound up because of decisions that she made or things that were put upon her that had to do with her not being in control of her body. I understand all these things sure, now. Sure, sure. But. However. Jesus Christ. Do better when you have a child. Yeah. And shortly after she found the Are You There God, God It's Me Margaret book in my bag. And that was a whole thing. Um, but I remember when I found my sister's birth control pills, I was like, I'm sorry. You are on these. So we're not mad about doing these things. We're just mad about talking about these things. <gasps> well played, oh, yeah. little one. Yeah. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> And do you remember the response to that? Oh, no, no, no. I don't think I said that out loud. I did. I stepped, definitely stepped on my sister's birth control pills, picked them up, looked at them. She was in the room and I was like, oh, oh it was just you putting two and two together. Yeah, no, no. But no, like, but we had a moment where I was like, uh-huh. And she was like, eh. <laughs> uh, yeah. It makes me really, really uh, happy that you did not read Carrie as a child. Oh, I'm sure. Because there's a lot there. Mm -hmm. yep. Right down to their shared lovely hair. Ew, what? Um, no, 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 no. <laughs> Your mom's lovely hair and the lovely hair of ooh, the woman who plays Carrie's mom. Oh, okay. Not like the Marina Bramovich thing where she like braids her hair into somebody else's hair. Oh. Fabulous performance artist, by the way. Please look up Marina Bromovich. <laughs> Not that weird thing. No. <laughs> Another weird thing. <laughs> Different weird Naturally. thing. Naturally. You know. <laughs> <laughs> no end of weird things. So, yeah. No. From oh, right God. from the beginning, it was no. like, shame, 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 shame. Oh. Uh, and I had to, like, fight my way out of it. And, and again, it was, I think I talked about that moment in high school where my mom was like, what's going on with these boys? What's going on with these boys? And I was finally like, they're fucking gay. All these boys are gay. I didn't want to talk to you about them because it's not my story to tell. They're gay and they're my friends. And it's weird to me because I like this one, but it all makes sense and it's fine. And I've dealt with it. It's not your business. And like, what? <laughs> Any of this. She just like constantly thought I was hoeing it up. And I was just like, get any questions when my parents absolutely should have been asking them huh oh yeah oh well i mean that goes back to that too because remember all that time i spent in that boy's basement with all those other boys right and the ferrets 
and the Sega Genesis. But like Yay. nothing was happening. We were we were literally playing how to host a murder. Like it was <laughs> <laughs> So why like I was super chased when I was with all of these straight boys that like I hung out with at the mall watching them play Street Fighter mm-hmm. who were straight and pot- potential like sex partners, et cetera. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Sorry, it's funny. Those boys saying that with a straight face. <laughs> <laughs> Potential paramour. Oh, I love them. I love them all I so much. But like, how Beverly loved those boys. That's exactly what I was going to say. And you knew it. You knew it. Bingo. Right. Bingo. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, um, but. Mm, yeah, I, it was a thousand Richie Tosher's than me. Oh. Uh, I had a Richie. An Eddie and a Bill. Oh, I had a Bill. Mm-hmm. I had a Bill. Hey. Um, <laughs> we both just had like a few. That was like, <laughs> that was everything hitting the back because yeah. now it's getting too close to home. Mm. Uh, but um, yeah, yeah, no, no, like shamey, 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 sexy, shame, shame. And then I told you like later on in high school, it was like, are you and your friendlish lesbians? And I was like, at least that would make some kind of continuity. Like, at least then I would be getting some from somebody. Right. Like, this is not what's happening. There would be a shared agreement. Right. There would be a release of all of this frustration. Mm-hmm. God, so much. Oh, and I remember maybe this is why I was like sex slash porn. Either my junior or senior year in high school, I was working at Bush Gardens. And I went on a... Uh, when you live in Virginia, you just wind up in DC sometimes. Like you just like, let's where are we gonna go? That's far afield. Let's go. So it was the year that Hunchback came out because I remember we were listening to Topsy Turvy like over and over and over and over in the car, and it just made us laugh so hard. I don't know why. <laughs> My friend had a thing with Clopant. Like it was a whole thing. But I specifically remember like we just bounced around DC, me and like three or four of my friends, and somebody at some point bought me uh, 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 a big book of erotica. And it was called Pandora's Box. And it was because when I worked at Bush Gardens, the name I took was Pandora. Again, missed the beaver connotation with the beaver collection. Missed the Pandora. Con- like, I was like, oh, shit was just flying over. <laughs> I was making sexual innuendo from like sixth grade Constantly. on and I didn't even know. That's how good you are. <laughs> came, came, I came by it honest. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Southern. That's a Southern thing. Came by honest and showing your ass. Those are like some southern ass southern things to say. Oh. I was going to make you spoon bread today and I forgot. Next time. Oh, my God. But so they bought me this book of erotica, which I don't think I – I knew that there was porn. I knew – like I think I had seen somebody's oh. parents, Playboys somewhere, and I knew that there were like tapes that like – it was like, oh, my God, there's those tapes. I didn't know people like wrote about – I did not know it existed. Mm-hmm. And I remember they like threw it in the back seat with me and they were like, work it out, bitch. <laughs> I was like, oh, what is this? What is this? It might not have been work it out, bitch. It might have been like, we saw this and thought you really needed it. It's probably. Can I remember it, it as work it out, bitch? Because sure. that's how I like it. I mean, that's kind of how I felt. And I spent the next number of nights working it out. So, Oh, my God. My first introduction to erotica was, although you saying there was a book makes me feel like at some point I was given a book and like, whoa, but, um, would have been that bizarre Sesame street, uh, I'm sorry. Email forward. Wow. The one that I told the orgy. Oh, on, yeah. oh, oh, the Sesame street 
forward. Yes. The email forward. E- yes. There's that. And then there were ones like that that were not very good. None of them were very good. But I was like, oh, this does not require me to download some video from Russia. And <laughs> wow, <laughs> feelings. And um, but okay, I'm not gonna. I'm Russia. not going to out them. They know who they are. I happened. I, I I had a lot of really great guy friends, and I had a cluster of amazing girlfriends in high school. And uh, there's my best friend. And then we shared like two other really close girlfriends, both of whom were like ready to rock and roll. And I thought I was just a walking hormone. These two put anybody I knew to shame. And it wasn't even that they were getting action. Uh-huh. That they could confidently talk about getting action oh, hey. without Without like even blushing, without batting an eye, that it was constantly the group dynamic mm. without any like, oh, I will. it was just like, this is gonna happen. And then we were right. like, whoa, <laughs> oh, okay. So, um, role models. So, the two of them, one of them was the first to at least get to third base, mm-hmm. and we just, we, awaited her stories with oh, bated sure. breath. Oh, God, I remember that for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> we were like, report back, bitch. Oh, my like, God. Sometimes it would be like you would drop people off somewhere, and then you were like, I'm going to call you in a half an hour. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, God, that was the best. And I was like, no one touch your phone. <laughs> right. <laughs> Plants tell me everything. <laughs> yes, yes. And I, oh, yeah. she she knows who she is. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to. Um. And the other one uh, wrote us erotica. She yes. like was the Etsy of, oh, uh, she was the Etsy of make your own erotica. And she was like, Jen, who do you want yours to be about? Great. What do you like? Uh-huh. And then this and that. Got it. Oh, my and God. She that's would, amazing. She would write a very detailed story about people she knew. And then give it to me. And I was like, yeah, like, uh-huh. and she was, well, uh, especially when somebody can put those fantasies into words and you're like, oh, I didn't even realize that there were words to go with this. And she wasn't getting anything. And she came from a very strict household. That's what happens. <laughs> I guess so. That's like, that's like a fucking crucible. I guess so. It's when you have the, the hippie liberal parents, you're like, do whatever you want. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm afraid of everything. <laughs> so then you just sit there and wait mm. oh, forever. Mm. And then the first time is <laughs> oh. So oh, this is this is trash. not a story about all of this, but it's also like not not a story about like sexual awakening. I was in when I was in college, um there's this boy, oh, he was so lovely. He was legit raised on a commune. I think possibly had two moms. Whatever his whole thing, he had a very hippie name. I'm not going to say what it is. Got it. Um, I'm going to call him Powder. He sure. <laughs> it's a little demasculizing. <laughs> Masculine demasculizing. What is the word? It sounds like he'd be comfortable with that. That's fair. <laughs> he was not threatened by anything. Um, he had been like a soccer guy, and he was in my psych classes, and we would talk a lot. And like, I didn't think anything was. I would. I didn't even think he was flirting with me, but I thought he was lovely and he was interested in theater. And I was like, "We guys, like, come audition for something. You will get a part. Like, no matter what happens, like, 
congratulations, right, there. you have a penis. So <laughs> you're uh, in a play. Of, of course you're in a play. So um, we were doing some kind of scene study. He like really got into the theater department. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So uh, we did, he picked me. Like they were like, who do you want to, he came up to me and was like, we should do a scene. And it was, what was it? It was a scene from a mammoth play and it was post-coital. It was completely like, in bed after sex and he picked me and he picked that scene and like we were hanging out at my place and we were running it like then we were making out and I remember I remember we were improving we were like running the scene and then we were improvising and then we were making out and then he looks at me and I looked at him and he goes scene like <laughs> he did that we were both like how did that even happen and then we sat outside on the back porch and had a cigarette. And I was like, wow, huh? And it wasn't even, I, I wasn't, I legitimately wasn't even like, maybe we should do that some more. Like we, but like, it's so informed our fucking characters that I was like, we just made very mature choices just now. Like, it was <laughs> ridiculous. Acting. I, I know. <laughs> I mean, he was, he was very, very cute. And that was the kind of thing that I could have gotten fucked up over, but I did not. I was uh, very proud of myself. That's a nice little pothole to skip over. It was right? just a fun thing that happened that I get to talk about on a podcast now. It was nothing else weird. Hmm. Although. I like those. Yes. Um, uh, uh, I did I did write about it in my rehearsal journal. And I remember I turned in my journal. Right. Because those were part of homework. What the fuck? Listen, I think it was more about accountability than anything. But, oh, but I wrote about it. And I turned it in, and I remember my uh, my professor at the next class. She was like, "Hey, come in here a second, would you?" <laughs> and I was like, "Hello." And did you get a high five? Did you? Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, you sure. did. And I was like, mm, "Yes." What did you want to discuss? And she was like, "I read your rehearsal journal." And I was like, "Ha!" <laughs> and she was like, she, "I mean, she, we did this whole like," <laughs> but she was like, "Honestly, like your scene was really good." <laughs> well, thank you. Awesome. Oh my God. So it does feel slightly hypocritical since I was like, let's not touch each other in theater, but that's not really what I meant. No, I I meant let's not make other people. Let's not mandate theater touch. Yeah. Um, I want to hear about your first kiss. Okay. All right. So I'm finally at the point where I can like integrate this. I'm 36 and finally at the moment that I can integrate this in my life. So, um, briefly I had, I had said that going in my freshman year was like, was a little like mean girls in that Katie comes to high school from, you know, from the African plains and is first interacting with children. That's what it was like for me. Yeah. And, uh, and so there were so many things available to me. I kind of didn't know what I want, wanted. So I was open to all of it. And there was a guy in my class who was nowhere near my type in the least. I mean, in any way. I mean, he was kind of a little bad boy. He smoked. He uh, he was not particularly smart. He was into none of the things I was into. He was probably into getting high mm-hmm. and, like, wasting his life. Maybe, like knocking people's mailboxes off of the poles. Yeah. But he was kind of cool. And sure. 
and and somehow we became fast friends and he was like I would spend a lot of time on the phone with him uh tons of time on the phone oh god boys you could talk on the phone with yeah and it was really weird because it was absolutely not the dynamic of like I am in love with this boy sure. and trying to be the cool girl not that it was like no we're friends and this is really fun for both sure. of us yeah and um, it is – I really, really, really genuinely hate it when people talk about, like, people who could potentially be sexual partners not being able to be friends. Whether it's, like, in the totally. gay community, the straight community. Like, it's really, really in, infantilizing and it's it, Absolutely. it's condescending. But casualness was just not in my makeup. That's fair. It's still not in my makeup at all. Which is not to say that I don't have great friendships with guys now. But as a 14-year-old with my first friendship with a guy, it was really odd mm. that that would... Oh, of course. Right? It's not that it's not odd. It's just that, like, you guys weren't making it into something that... No. You were just letting it happen. It just happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not like, oh, we're in love with each other. It's like we would hang out at the mall and we would talk on the phone all the time. And then one day we went to go see... Uh, Water boy. <laughs> I just made, a, water made boy. a face at the camera. It's a very romantic movie. We went to go see the water boy. And uh and he just like turned me towards him and started kissing me. And I'm like, oh, I guess this is happening. And it was fine. It was it was it was fine. Aww. As in, I wasn't like, boom, fireworks. Oh my god, feelings. Sure. Oh my god, I'm in love with this person. I was like, yeah, that's fine. I could do more of this. That's fine. Sure. So I think we made God out, bless. like, the whole movie. Yes. There was Oh, prob- fuck. I've never made out in a movie theater. That's dumb. Ah! Yeah, it's pretty It's pretty good. <laughs> Especially to, to, I, only when I couldn't go in the house. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, uh, so... So, yeah, so, like, we made out through that whole movie, and there might have been groping, but if there wasn't that time, there was the next time, because we did this twice. Hey. The, the... What was the second movie? Also the water boy? Jerry Springer's The Ringmaster. <laughs> <laughs> so this is love, la, 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 so this... Is love. Yeah. Um, I mean, to be fair, a much better way to spend that film than watching it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, two snaps up in his new formation. <laughs> so that was my first, first and second base, and again. No feelings. I wasn't like, oh no, now I care about him. Oh no, now I want him to like me. I was like, this is cool. And then I just don't think we did it anymore. Hmm. I don't recall exactly why, but I was like, cool. And he's like, cool. And we kind of, I was really firming up who I was in in high school. And I'm like, oh, now I'm establishing this friend group and now I'm in forensics. And now I'm like, and he, there was no overlap otherwise. So I think it was like that just two completely disparate personalities were like, it's been real. Yeah. And then 
I did, you know, very I, fucking cool. Uh, it, very cool. It was so weird. It's so not me at all. And um, and he and I ended up going to college with a lot of people that I went to high school with, a little bit intentionally, some unintentionally. Uh, this one was unintentional because I was working at the college bookstore and giving everyone their books for the start of the semester. When I plop down a stack of books and I look up and it's him and he's like, "Hey," and I'm like, "Oh." Uh, <laughs> that's not gonna be happening uh, here. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, I think I think I was a little too stodgy about it in in hindsight. Sure. And now I'm like, whatever. What a what a an odd little pocket of time to well, just not hurt each other. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, no, no, wow, no. the magic of not hurting each other. Right. Oh. So, and something I was telling Jen about the other day, which we haven't talked about on the podcast, but that boy with the tongue ring that I kissed, like that was the same thing where it was like, it was genuinely like, what a lovely thing we just did and aren't going to do anymore. Like it was really like, again, very mature. Was, was he like, the first kiss? Oh, no, 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 no. I'll tell you the first kiss. <gasps> um, But yeah, where it was like, we had been hanging out so much that we were like, shrug, maybe this. And then we were like, that was fun. Not not again, but it was fun. Right. You don't hold like, it against no each other. weirdness. Like it was crazy. Now, everything about my first kiss and boyfriend, there was none of that casualness at all. Um, Yay! What did we had? Okay, so so junior year you had ring dance, and senior year was prom, and ring dance was where you got your class ring. Got it. Right, and prom was where you lost your virginity. Where you fucked. <laughs> got it. So. Uh, that was not school sanctioned. No representatives <laughs> came to discuss whether you're going to have a moonstone or fake garnet in your ring vagina. I believe I have Alexandrite. Oh yeah. Nice. Mm. That's pretty. Um, God, I like that. It's like purple and green, right? Mm-hmm. 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 Um, I, I literally got like the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> ring. Did you get garnet? Uh, no, no, no. I got, um, Anything that was like that was that was a glass, and you could get then you could get like drama masks underneath the <gasps> colored yes. glass. Yes, 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 yes. But yes. if you wanted to go the cheapest route, you would either get the thing that looked like a fake moonstone or an onyx, and then you could get something inscribed on the top of it. But I didn't because again, no money. Um, I had to borrow money from the preacher guy that I talked about in that other episode. I borrowed money from him so I could buy my class ring. Mm. I know we were broke as fuck. Um, so first kiss, first kiss, not casual at all. No, no. I went to, it was my senior year, his ring dance. He asked me, Sorry, not that sounds con- like something from my little ponies. Shit's fair. <laughs> and I like, we had hung out beforehand and it had been flirty flirty, but it was sort of like, Oh, what is going on? It was a, sort of, I was in that time period where I was like, Flirting with every boy. Oh, you're a boy. You're a boy. Yeah, figuring um, out your life. Right. Mm-hmm. And so he invited me to the ring dance, and I was like, oh my God, somebody finally asked me to a fucking dance. <sighs> yeah, no, because I had been to like, I had been to homecomings, but like not with anyone or with like one of my friends who was actually already out. Sure. Um, wow. There's nothing more fun than going to a dance with a gay dude. I got I will stand by that for the rest of my life. I've done that. It's the best. Um, however, uh, a bunch of us went out to dinner beforehand and like he bought me a nice corsage. It was like a bunch of tea roses. It was a, it was a wrist corsage 
with like a spray of tea roses this way and a spray of tea roses this way. And there was no baby's breath. And I was like, that means it cost a lot of money. <laughs> I know. And I had bought him like a, I don't know why that was a whole thing. Like the corsage boutonniere thing where you had to like, oh, go, yeah. yeah, but I got just got him a rose. Um, and our picture is like so horribly staged looking because it was, it was probably two or three months before we kissed. So let's say rain dance was in like November. Um, and I remember like I was in the back of the car with him. We were kind of snuggling. Somebody else was in the front, obviously driving. We were just, <laughs> who knows? We could have been just hanging car. out. Bear's <laughs> driving. How could that be? <laughs> God bless the clerk's animated series. Um, and I remember I had just gotten that really good lip balm that I told you about, that berry flavored. Yes. Yes. Bath and Body Works lip balm. Because I was like, we're definitely going to make out. But I was like, I had my head on his shoulder and I was like, I don't know. I thought we had a thing and then I thought you didn't like me. I wasn't sure. I remember he grabbed my hand. He was like, don't say that. And I was like, oh, okay. So we were hanging out, hanging out, hanging out and being like, mm, touchy, snuggly, head scratchy. And then we were at my friend Dale's house and we were, it was me and first boyfriend and one of my besties and this guy whose house we were at. Um, and we were all in Dale's room, door closed, watching Eon Flux, <laughs> uh, which I'm going to say, not sexy, but like not, not sexy. Sure. Um, and I don't know if I clocked that something was happening on the other side of the room first or if something happened with us first, but there was definitely a blanket. I remember exactly what I was wearing. Like I was like wearing this chambray peasant blouse with like flouncy sleeves tucked in, which I never do with like a cute chain belt that had all these charms on it. A I was 90s feeling dream. myself. Oh my God. I'm sure my hair was properly feathered. Absolutely. Um, and it was like, we were like, I remember the point where I was like, this is going to happen. Cause we just got closer and closer and closer and closer. And we were under a fucking blanket. And I, I remember, I remember thinking to myself, I kind of wanted to see this, but I actually don't know what's happening on Ian Flux anyways. <laughs> um, yeah, it was nice. He had braces, but it was cute. It's cute. Wait, you can't, that is the worst case I'm sorry. Of, 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 of violet vulva. No, I'm sorry. He was lovely. <laughs> it was a really nice kiss. It's hard to describe like when everything is yeah. fireworks and like you feel like your nose is going numb and you're like. Where do I put anything <laughs> ever? And also, like, I hope the people on the outside is like it are still making out themselves and not just watching us like bump around on this blanket. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, yeah, it didn't last very long. I think that that probably happened in December. I remember that we broke up just like a day or two before Valentine's Day, which was a real drag. He came to my birthday party, which was again mostly the gay dudes that I met at Bush Gardens. He was super uncomfortable and I don't blink. I can't quite blame him. I don't even think it was a homophobia uncomfortable. I think it was a, a like, what the G, what the hell, where did all of these boys come from? And I've never seen boys act like this. And how is this, how is this a thing? And are these all of your friends? Oh yeah. And the answer to all of that was yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh my no, God. Let's just go make out in the bathroom. Like, <laughs> don't be upset. <laughs> And then, like, we had this huge tearful where he was just like, it's just not, it's not. And I was like, but I like you. He was like, I like you too, but it's just not. 
Oh, oh, one time we were, <laughs> one time I kissed him in the hallway and I got yelled at by the principal. And I was like, I did it. Yes. You got in real trouble. I did a cool thing. You did a cool thing. <laughs> oh my good God. Oh um, my good God. That's probably as close to slutty as I ever got. <laughs> That's so great. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, it's further than I got, dude. Uh, I got the label with zero action. Oh. That's so unfair. Yeah, I mean, that's where I was with my mom, too. Oh. I was like... Nothing. <sighs> like, nothing. Uh, Boo. Boo. Um, yeah, that, uh, that... That... Oh, but that was all... By the way, P.S., my entire relationship with that boy was very above the pants. Like, sure, above the waist, sure, not sure. above the pants. That's a whole other thing. But, like... No, no, yeah, no. Yeah, it was, like, yes. like facey, maybe maybe tightly chesty, but it was sure, definitely sure, sure. not, like, boob squeezy. Collarbone up. <laughs> yeah, with, like, some back and hair stuff, maybe. But, like... <laughs> some back and, and that might have... I don't know if that was part of it. I don't know. <laughs> Pornhub. Back and hair stuff. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> oh. Oh my god. <laughs> I feel like I could tell you what the search results gonna come. <laughs> I would watch all of them. <laughs> all of them. And that just for research. Is the purposes. Brian Adams feelings right there. I do it for you. There's no love. Like your love. Jen's smiling because she's no, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna You're gonna finish the yeah, song. No, I'm not gonna. <laughs> you. Uh, I did have one really good dance to that song, by the way. I don't and I don't remember who it was with, but it was like it was an end of that was always like at the end of the night school dance in seventh or eighth grade. Oh and it was like I I it was like a snuggly, maybe this will go somewhere kind of dance, and then it didn't. I have no idea who that was with, but I can feel it. I'm going to tell you the most inside squishy, vulnerable thing of all time. Uh, 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 no, I'm going to save it for school dances. <gasps> oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we can do school dances. All right. This has been porn this sex. <laughs> porn sex. Oh, we need Rex. Oh, maybe let's keep him a little blue. Uh, maybe keep some Rex a little blue. Yes. I mean, if we're going to go that way, then I highly recommend literatica.com oh, yeah. for an entire giant database of all of your dirty sex story needs. Like, whatever you want, it's in there. And, like, it will take – I mean, sit down for an afternoon and see what your style is for sure because it ranges from, like, barely literate literatica <laughs> to, like, intricately designed, very artfully crafted, beautiful stories about banging. Nice. <laughs> Honestly, like I don't I nobody even told me about that. I just found it on my own and I was like, oh. Oh yeah. This is the Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> I I opened the webpage and like a light just shone mm. on my face. I will recommend uh I will recommend a wonderful romance author who reached out to me. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I am, read this book. I am an erotica reader. I am not a romance reader, or at least have not been classically, because I really didn't. Uh, they were mostly, you know, joke fodder mm -hmm. from what the masses like to. Do. They were cheesy, yeah, sure. Well, not now. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, or tell. if they are, they're the some are overwhelmingly still like. Um, <laughs> and so this author reached out to me this summer, Sarah McLean. I'm going to say McLean. My brain wants to say McLean. Sarah McLean, M-A-C-L-E-A-N. <gasps> These covers are beautiful. Yeah, her covers are gorgeous. Oh my god, they're all like gem colored. Oh, she reached out Goddess to rippers, me. Yes, <laughs> I just introduced that term to I Don the other day. Made the mistake of reading one on a plane. Hey, hey. In the middle seat. And I was like, oh, this is very bad. Oh, this is bad. Oh, I'm getting very warm. Oh, I'm shifting around a lot. Oh, and there's no fucking way on earth I'm going to stop reading this book. Oh, please. Everyone on either side of you was just happy you didn't have the toots. That's true. Nobody cares. You can you can read all the porn you want as long as you're not like oh actually watching God. it. Or farting. She's fabulous. And the first book that she was pitching to me just came out this summer called Brazen and the Beast. It is part of an overall uh, family of books called The Bare Knuckle Bastards about this family yes. of like yes. a ragtag Victorian um, uh, ne'er-do-wells who are like Robin Hoods. And uh, it she's so God, good. If I had found that in high school, I would have oh, never gone to school again. No. no. I would have Fail out of high school. I, <laughs> can I write a book report on this? <sighs> no. <laughs> These books are so fucking good. She's so great. Sarah McLean, thank you for making everything about my life awkward again. Oh my God, let's get her on this podcast. I would love it. I would love it. Uh, she, she hosts her own podcast called Faded Mates that's specifically about, it's, it's, run by romance authors, but okay. I would love to hear her stories. And uh, I saw a tweet she sent the other day because there's this show called love is blind on Netflix right now. Okay. It is, I'm not watching it, but from what I understand, it's a reality show where two, where people are paired off, I guess by interest. Oh, maybe I've heard about right? that. Yep, 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 yep. And they only get to hear each other's voices and they talk to each other endlessly. It's, wasn't that a TV show in the fifties though? Probably. And then they fall in love and then they have to get married or like they have to get, I don't know. I don't get that far. Oh, then it gets you guys didn't to... see my face. <laughs> it... I hate it. Can't you just go out on a date? Well, right. I mean, that would be the fair thing. Anyway, anyway, that's the dumb part. The amazing part is that these people, of course, never meet each other, but mm. they completely fall in love. And she sent a tweet that was like, um, I absolutely fell in love with a stranger on like Live Journal 19 years ago. Oh, uh-huh. And I'm married to him now. Yeah. And I was like, yes. Yeah, but so. you weren't like, you didn't sign a contract beforehand well, say right, right exactly no there are ways you know, in it which happens it's, all the time but like yeah. right it yeah it's a real thing it's a real thing so um yep her books are very good this has been porn sex i want to be her friend oh she's great yay yay thank you for listening to all the fucks oh this my was, god every time jen and i every so often jen and i will tell people that the podcast is called all the fucks and i know that immediately they think that the, the that we're talking about fucking the whole time <laughs> And that's this not, is not guys I fucked. No, 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 no. Which is, I mean, it's not bad, but I can tell that they're like slightly uncomfortable. I'm like, oh, I don't. Do I have to listen to it? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you sure do. I mean, but this was actually all the fucks. This was actually all, well, the, all the almost fucks. All, all the all the deeply desired fucks. Almost the fucks. <laughs> almost the fucks. All the HJs. <laughs>
I can't wait to find out what that means. Uh, I'm Lillian Bussell. I'm Jen Ponson. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for letting us hug your ears here on All the Fucks. Leave us a message at anchor.fm slash all the fucks, or you can find us on Twitter at fucks podcast on Facebook at all the F.CKS or on Instagram at all the F.CKS pod. Thanks so much for listening. Next time on all the fucks. At one point, there was a letter where he was like, and it's the reveal. It is I. And I'm like, oh, baby. I'm already, I've known since day one. Literally, there is zero, zero game here. God, and- that, you guys out there, I know that you can taste this. <laughs> Where you're just like, God, man, you didn't bounce this off of fucking anybody. <laughs>